This is Kyle Worley, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jen Wilkin and JT English. And guys, I am so glad to be back doing this with you. It felt like something was missing in our lives. It is so good to be back. (laughs) Man, it feels so good to be back. It really does. It really does. I feel like when this is a routine, it's something that like I'm looking forward to. And those spaces in between the seasons are, it just felt long. Maybe it felt doubly long because of quarantine life. But man, I was like, I put this on the calendar two weeks ago and the days couldn't get here fast enough. I also think my family's tired of having weird conversations with me that I usually have with you guys. (laughs) Well, and last season ended in such a way that we weren't expecting. I mean, we we were having to do YouTube videos because we were right in the middle of the pandemic. So it's good to get a fresh start. Yeah, if you if you stuck with us through the live episodes at the end of season four, then you are blessed and highly favored because they were a total circus. Uh, we had no idea what we were doing, and uh, we are so grateful that some of you just tuned in, and it was a labor of love, I know, to listen to this. Remember so. when we were live and we didn't know we were live? Like we were just doing oh, yeah. this. And it was like, oh, there are a few hundred people watching us right now. Yep, yep. It was definitely, uh, we were definitely dancing with plutonium at the end of last season. Um, just thinking, yeah, we could do this. I remember, um, I remember that first episode like I'm literally staring at the camera like the creepiest person who ever lived trying to figure something out. And, and our producer at the time, she was like, you are live right now. You are, you're, you are literally staring at hundreds of people and uh, not a good look uh, for knowing faith. But uh, we're really glad that you're listening with us. And a lot's been going on. I mean, obviously, I mean, if you just table any personal transitions we've experienced and all of us have experienced some personal transitions this summer. If you table what's going on at the churches where we're leading and serving, and there's a lot that's been going on there, uh, there's still just a ton. I mean, we're just in a, in, in the midst of a season where there is so much going on, so many changes, so many transitions. The pandemic has certainly amplified those things. Uh, and so we are really glad that you're listening and we couldn't be more excited about season five and being able to every once in a while get to have your ear for a few minutes and talk about some things that we think really matters. And so I'd love to just hear a little bit, Jen, JT, this summer, how are you maintaining sanity in quarantine transition life? How are you, what are you doing to keep yourself occupied? Jen, I just imagine you have a 10,000 piece puzzle (laughs) and you are just, you are, you are dead set on figuring it out by, by August 1st. That's my, that's my vision. Man, I wish. Uh, We do actually have a stack of puzzles and I am ready to to start working on them because I just finished a manuscript and it has been hanging over me for a year and a half. And it was due last Friday and JT texts me that morning and says, the best manuscript is the one that is finished. And I was like, yes. So I feel like I've had about 30 minutes to contemplate my newfound freedom, but I haven't started exploiting it yet. Sure. Um, But man, I've been gardening my face off around here. Like working from home for me is is fantastic. So uh, my yard should win some sort of award. And I saw uh, some of those pictures on it. I think you put yeah. them on Instagram. It was gorgeous. Oh yeah. I'm not even trying to be humble about it. I'm just like, awesome. everyone bow down and worship me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, there are so few markers right now that we're holding on to sanity that I feel like I need to put that one out there. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So, no, okay, so the manuscript, what's the name of the book? 
The book is called 10 Words to Live By, Delighting in and Doing What God Commands. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's exciting. And it's about the... Ten Commandments. Okay, Spoiler perfect. alert. Yeah. And they just I just got word it went through theological review and the theology police will not be locking me up. So I'm feeling oh, wow. a great sense of relief. Well, they haven't asked, JT, they haven't asked JT and I yet. So. No, I purposely <laughs> left you guys off the list. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> perfect. Well, you knew we would be able to find something wrong. Um, uh, but hey, I'm really excited. That's a huge accomplishment, Jane. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, JT, what have you been up to, man? Just a few small things in the English household this summer. Yeah, we've had a little bit. I mean, so I guess it was right around the time where we were wrapping up Knowing Faith, kind of March, April. I was announced as the new lead pastor at Storyline Fellowship here in Arvada, Colorado. So I just want to testify to the Lord's faithfulness. I mean, it has been a challenging season to try to move your family across the country, find housing, but the Lord's been so kind. Uh, like the last time Storyline gathered in any meaningful way was the weekend I was here for an interview. So it's been a bit of a, a challenge, but the Lord's been really sweet in it. Family's doing awesome. It's so good to be back in Colorado. It's uh, about 72 degrees here right now. And, you know, it's a little cool breeze coming off the mountaintop. So we're doing great. The kids, are, <laughs> the kids are loving it. We have a, guys, we have a trampoline and we live in a neighborhood where like it's, gets pretty, can get pretty windy. There's actually a wind farm right next to the neighborhood. So everything that whoa, you have whoa, in your- Whoa, 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 What's a wind farm? It's like, it's where they harvest wind energy. They put up like a, a fans and it, it harvests wind for energy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You just blew my mind. Yeah. Is that like exist. a pun? Was that a really bad pun? No, but now that I think about it, <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. So you're, you're, you live next to a wind farm, trampoline. But like, so everything in, so in people's lawns either has to be tied down or in the ground. So our trampoline is in the ground. I saw that. I it, saw that. I saw a picture of that on Instagram. I thought that is so strange. They put it in the ground. Well, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's a cool aesthetic. Like it makes the yard look bigger or whatever. Come to find out, I live in the house for a week and things fly off your deck because it's so windy. You're like, oh, that's why they did it. <laughs> so you're afraid that Thomas would go for a double jump and no. that the wind would literally just No, like literally, you? somebody's, like our neighbor said their Adirondack chairs flew five houses down. That is crazy. Free one stuff. guy, yeah, one yeah. guy, one guy's, uh, <laughs> his smoker flew off of his patio. I mean, that like serious crazy. wind. crazy. Dude, that's if, crazy. You got the big green egg batten down. You got them all strapped in. Oh yeah, I've already. Okay. I'm on it almost every weekend. I You're did locked in a couple nights ago. No, yeah. we're, we're we're doing great. The transition's been good. It's been great. We're actually storylines been gathering together the past few weeks uh, in smaller gatherings. But just, I mean, like the first 15 sermons I gave this storyline was to an empty room, <laughs> which is just not fun. Yeah, yeah. Did Man, you do an I altar call and see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more people got saved then than any time they were in the room. <laughs> come on down, come on down, y'all. <laughs> um, man, I got to tell you, I'm so excited for the transition that you guys have made to Colorado. But just about every day this summer, I have thought about unfollowing you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna you'll post this picture out for a hike in Colorado, and it's like it feels like we're living on the surface of the sun here in North Texas. And I just keep thinking, I love JT, and I want to be, get to a place where I can be happy for the yeah. climate that you live in, but I'm not there emotionally yet. I'll make sure that I'm posting in February still when there's a foot of snow outside. Please. I'm going to count on it. I'm going to count on it. Jen has gonna... her flowers. I have yeah. my mountains. Yeah. What do you got, Kyle? Make us jealous. Give uh, us something well, you feel jealous of. Yeah. I don't know that I have anything. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, obviously it has been, it is a strange time to be a pastor. We're a church plant still. And um, just trying to navigate that has been an incredibly unique challenge. I'm tremendously grateful for the unity that God has given our church. And 
the favor he's given us in the city. And we're just trying to steward that to be just really good neighbors in the life of Richardson. And so that's been a good thing. It's been a challenging thing. Um, and it's been fun to get to try to walk with knowing faith as knowing faith goes through some changes, which is part of what we wanted to talk about, which is knowing faith uh, has been going through, like everything has been, uh, a lot of changes this summer. Um, and just to kind of maybe uh, tighten this up real quick, because there's a lot that we could say about this. In many ways, it's crazy to me that knowing faith is where it is at. I <laughs> certainly did not anticipate that when I came up with this idea, what would, how great it would be. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. There yeah. it is. I remember there when, I remember when, Jay, we're all jealous of. when JT pitched the idea, Jen and I were so skeptical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just, I did not think that uh, knowing faith would have the, the, uh, the kind of growth that it had in its first three years. And one of the things that's been so fun has been that it's led to more collaborative opportunities with the two of you. And so over the last year, JT, Jen, and I um, were really starting to build something that would be a collaborative hub for us that existed outside of any one church. You know, Jen continues to serve at the village. JT has made the transition to Storyline in Colorado. I'm serving at Mosaic Church. And so what had, you know, our partnership had always been kind of rooted there, but was beyond the confines of what we were doing there individually and as a team. Uh, and so JT had the idea, I think, actually, I, I'm pretty sure it was JT who just said, hey, why don't we kind of build an umbrella for our collaboration called Training the Church? Uh, and uh, JT, why don't you just share a little bit about your vision for Training the Church and outside of the podcast, what's one thing that Training the Church is up to? Uh, it's really hard to know where it, it, I don't, I don't really remember where it germinated, but we started talking about, gosh, we have the same conversation a lot. Churches are asking us, how do you do women's Bible study? How do you do the Institute? What's the training program like? And we don't really have a silver bullet uh, to help churches do that, but we did have some helpful conversations. And rather than having that conversation just with us, we thought, what would it look like for us to get a room of churches together, of leaders learning from each other? And we, we could learn from them also. And so, we started training the church, which really was uh, just an opportunity to get church leaders in a room talking about best practices to maintain um, uh, sustainable and holistic methods for discipleship in the context of the local church. And we did uh, about a six-month cohort that ended last spring that I just had a blast. I mean, I, there was yeah, great was churches in it. Mm -hmm. they, I learned a lot from them, and I think, I think it was beneficial for those churches too. And we just thought, I think one of the things for me in my transition as I was thinking about coming here I mean, goodness, I loved my time at the village and I miss it every day. It was a wonderful place to serve. But one of the best things about the village was the relationship that the three of us developed mm -hmm. as we just got to work together every day and the reali realized we have a, a level of trust with each other and shared assumptions and just fun. I enjoy you guys. And so training the church also just became a place where, hey, let's have ongoing collaboration regardless of where the Lord might take us. So J JT, would it be fair to say that what you were hoping with training the church was that our relationship would not be broken, but whole. It would be, it, it would oh, be gosh. whole and not broken. Oh my gosh. Why did I not like, I, <laughs> you telegraphed that from a mile away. And I, I was, I was like, oh man, Jen's about to say something really sincere. And then you just stabbed me in the chest with it. You know, I'm going to put both, I'm going to put all of y'all on a three strike maximum. And that's going to be one for Jen in this season with broken butthole. Um, oh my gosh. I cannot believe I got blindsided What's by funny that. Is she did such a 
a good job with it. I was like, I saw it coming and I was like, surely she's not. She seems, mm-hmm. nope, here it goes. I was, I was just waiting for you to tear up a little. I tried to string it out a little longer until I saw the tears. Oh, oh gosh. Yes, yes. Uh, there is, uh, you know, it's fun because when you think about knowing faith, knowing faith was really like, okay, we're having this conversation, all these kinds of conversations all the time. Mm-hmm. Let's invite other people to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And training the church was really the similar, a similar kind of idea, That's right. which was like, hey, we're talking about these things, ministry models for discipleship formation all the time. And there were so many requests to be a part of that conversation. Right. The cohort was just a way of going, let's create an access point that's beyond just infinite emails and Zoom calls. Which and it was better great, than but. just the three of us having a conversation with one church because that really mm-hmm. didn't, and we, you know, a big premise for us is doing theology and community and ministry and community. So to get five, six, seven churches with three or four people per church participating in that conversation, I think that qualitatively changed the conversation and really embodied what we're about anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. So training the church gets built out. And at the same time, knowing faith had just continued to grow. And it was honestly like a plant that was growing out of its pot. Jen, does that work? Does that analogy work? That's good. That's good, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you. It's not because the village was not great. The village is fantastic and we love them. And they were incredibly kind to allow knowing faith to nurture uh, and to grow in that space. But it really had just outgrown the space. And so we thought, you know what, let's make a transition. Let's bring it under training the church and uh, let's allow this thing to continue to grow and for us to continue to be able to collaborate in producing the podcast, even if we are in different places and serving in different churches. And so that's really the heartbeat of the transition. And if you want to know more about training the church, uh, you can go to trainingthechurch.com and you can read a little bit more about what's going on. You can find out about upcoming cohorts and you can also find out where you can access Knowing Faith and our social media channels. Because while it seems like Knowing Faith has made a change in terms of where it's situated, where it lives, not much is changing about Knowing Faith. You can still count on the podcast coming out every week. It's going to be released in the same feed if you're already subscribing. The only things that have really changed are we have some social media channels now. And that's fun. We've already mm-hmm. got to interact with, we like, we love getting to interact with listeners. It's a blast to get to do so. And for years, we'd been talking about, well, why don't we d- set up our own social media channels? But we didn't want to add more communication confusion to what is what was already a very large organization uh, at the village. And so now that we're kind of independent, we get to run our own communication channels. And it's been a ton of fun. I feel like I'm going to get me at myself in trouble, but it's been fun. You are going to get your, you already have, Kyle, because you went and did, what was it, an Instagram live? I did, I did. Yeah, and- and you were like, hey guys, I'm going to do this. And JT and I are like, yeah, we really can't make that happen. And then, and then I, I log on to Instagram later that night and I see that you and JT been hanging out out there. Well, <laughs> I knew this was going to come up. Yeah. The moment that he asked to log on, I thought, oh boy, we are. <laughs> oh yeah, like the screen capture that showed up on Instagram is JT with the most obnoxious grin on his face. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, obnoxious. what is happening here? It's endearing. Like, hey guys, hey buddies, what's well, going hey, on? We were all invited and I, this is, this almost got me in trouble. <laughs> Fortunately, Macy has a good sense of humor. We had to celebrate our anniversary dinner a week after our anniversary because of babysitting stuff, pandemic, you know, whatever. And we were at dinner in downtown Denver and she went to the bathroom real fast. And I just got on Instagram. Dude. To see, to see <laughs> what, how it was going. But not to get on. I, I had forgotten that Kyle was having this live conversation. Oh. I just got on Instagram and then I saw he was live and I was like, I'm just going to say hi real quick. 
And then we talked for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then was... came back and I had to explain some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was, uh, I thought for a second, Macy, when she came back, I thought, oh boy, uh, if Macy wasn't as godly and patient as she is, she might, she might've taken JT down right when he got off of Instagram. <laughs> but she got to say hi to everybody too. It ended up being sweet. It was fun. It was fun. And we got to bless the anniversary celebration of the English family. But hey, the-, the other funny thing about social media is like our Instagram page has, has already gotten pretty big because Jen posted about it. She's not done that, she's not done that with Twitter. She's not done that with Twitter yet. We need her to because right now there is a meme account called Knowing Faith Memes on Twitter that oh, has no, I think more, it's called Memeing Faith. Oh, that's right. It's called Memeing Faith. You're right. It has more followers than we do. So we've yeah. got some work to do on Twitter. <laughs> we do. Jen, uh, can you help us out? No, I, I don't want to go out there. It's bad. <laughs> it is. It is not not nearly as fun and pleasant no, as Instagram it's not is. Fun. No. Um, well, uh, listen, if you're wondering, okay, I didn't know about these social media channels. Where can I find them at? You can find us on Twitter at Knowing Faith Pod. Or you can find us on Instagram at Knowing Faith Podcast. So Twitter, you can find us at Knowing Faith Pod or Instagram, you can find us at Knowing Faith Podcast. And it's a good opportunity for folks. We get so many questions and a lot of times those things have come through our personal channels, which is totally fine. You know, we'll post an episode and somebody will DM me or Jen or JT and say, hey, you guys recommended a resource in that episode, and I've lost it. Can you tell me what it is? Uh, and this just gives us an, a place to kind of consolidate and bottleneck all of that. And so we're so grateful for you listening. And for those of you who have jumped on to start following us on one of those channels, thank you for doing that. We hope to keep using them so you can be directed towards the newest episodes of Knowing Faith right when they release. Uh, and so would love to, to just talk a little bit about what's on the docket for season five. We got some great guests. We've got a big topic that we're exploring. Jen, you want to tell us what we're exploring in, yeah. from the topic perspective? Sure. Um, we decided that we wanted to try to help listeners and actually help ourselves just sort of um, solidify in our own thinking for the purposes of the places we're teaching and thinking. Um, we wanted to help give people sort of a roadmap for the big themes that you find throughout the Bible by taking the season through the first 11 chapters of Genesis. So we're not going to be doing like a line by line, let's go through Genesis together, but we are going to be walking through those 11 chapters and pulling out, hey, here is a theme that you're going to see go all the way through the rest of the Bible. Did I talk about that right, Kyle? Does that sound like kind of what you, you were? You nailed it. You nailed it. The only thing that I would mention is that you didn't mention anything about us settling the debate around dinosaurs, which is a huge... Right. Jen is actually going to weigh in this season on dinosaurs and settle the question once and for oh, all. Is that absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Age Perfect. of the Earth, dinosaurs. Oh, we're going to cover all that. Yeah. yeah. All no, that. this is no, but honestly, that's why this is going to be so great. It's because it really is a chance for us to say, hey, we know all those conversations exist out there, but sometimes those take up all the oxygen when you're talking about this. And and these eleven chapters are so important. I guess everyone can tell from my tone of voice whose idea it was that we might put this on the show. Uh, but really, it's, I mean, Genesis is the seed plot of the Bible. And so we're going to get, uh-oh, gardening metaphor oh, coming boy. back around. Yeah, I wonder um, if there's going to be more in Genesis. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Any garden themes? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so my whole evil plan's coming together. No, but it's going to be really good. It'll be so good if you're someone who's um, teaching, has responsibility for teaching the Bible. Honestly, those 11 chapters change everything. Uh, in, in terms of how you teach when, when you start spending some time looking at them. So it's going to be great. 
It's going to be really fun. And we've got some great guests lined up. JT, who are some of the guests that we have coming up this season? So we have, like you said, we've got a bunch of uh, really good ones. Hannah Anderson is going to be joining us. Uh, Hannah has become just a personal friend of the three of ours. We've gotten to spend some time with her. And she, every time I'm around her, I just, she is so insightful. Mm -hmm. She has thought about things in a, in a deep, deep way. Uh, Look at her on Twitter, guys. Like go out and just like... I, I hide like on Twitter. Yeah, I hide on Twitter and she'll do like text threads that I'm like, yes. gosh, it would take me 10 years to think that up. <laughs> and she's often threading a needle. Like she's yeah. not yeah. being overly bombastic. It, no, never yeah. is. But it's just she's very good. insightful and clear. Uh, Dr. Russell Moore, uh, he, is a, he is a great writer, podcast host. He's the president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. Tish Harrison Warren, Nancy Guthrie. We had Nancy out uh, for a... Uh, Forum when we, when we were still all at the village that was just fantastic and you know we might have some more special guests as well. So I I, I really am pumped. I mean Genesis one through eleven. Even if that's just what we were doing, it would be such a just gold mine to be able to spend a semester a season uh, just exploring and investigating. And then with these guests, it's going to be a lot of fun to have these folks on. And uh, it's also fun because we get to partner with a, kind of a unique partner this season. So for season five of Knowing Faith. Uh, each season kind of has a flagship sponsor and partner. And this year we have one as well. And we're really excited. It's the Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, but they are an incredible institution. They call themselves a great commission seminary. And they really live that out. They have a just a really strong heart and vision to raise up men and women to go to the nations uh, and to go to unreached and unengaged peoples with the gospel. And under the leadership of Dr. Aiken there, they have been, I think, just a faithful and charitable witness in an age and culture of division and hostility. And so I'm really excited that we get to partner with them this season, and it's going to be a blast. So you'll hear us talking about Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. You'll hear us talking to some of their faculty in our After the Fact episodes that will drop occasionally over the course of this season on Tuesdays. And we'll get to talk with some folks and really get to show you a picture of just how strong the faculty and vision at Southeastern Seminary are. So we're really, really excited about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, All right, a couple of other things for you as you think about this next season. We have gotten this question, I don't know how many times somebody has tagged me on Twitter saying, when are new episodes of Knowing Faith dropping? And so uh, new Knowing Faith episodes start on Thursday, September 3rd. Nice. Thursday, September 3rd. That's when they're coming out. And then you can count on weekly episodes coming out on Thursday all the way up until Christmas Day. That's right. We are going the full length of the semester. (laughs) We're not halfway doing this. We are going all the way there. And uh, so you can count on those episodes. If you have subscribed to the podcast feed, then those episodes will just show up right when they're released. If you're following us on social media, you'll get a notification right when those episodes release. And we are really excited about that and just excited again to keep the conversation going uh, through Genesis 1 through 11. And we invite you to do that, to jump into the conversation, to talk to us, to ask us questions about the episodes. Uh, But listeners have been asking for the last three years, uh, we want to be more involved. (laughs) With knowing faith. And I'm like, well, if you actually knew about it and kind of what, <laughs> you probably wouldn't be, uh, you probably wouldn't want that. But uh, hey, we hey, br- hey, just one thing real quick. I think yeah. I know where you're going, but I want to jump in first uh, on the uh, podcast feed. Something that's been awesome is we had a challenge. I don't, I'm not 
technologically savvy, so I'm not even sure what the challenge was, but for years where people couldn't go back and listen to previous episodes, yeah, right? Like it, I think it was like, we can only maintain 25 on whatever feed we were using. But w- when we made this transition, we got a new provider and I've gotten, I don't know if you guys have, I've probably gotten five, 10 notes, yeah. emails, direct messages. Mm-hmm. People saying, Finally, all the episodes are back. So if you're listening mm-hmm. to this and you know, maybe uh, September 3rd feels a little far away, you can go back now and listen to episodes that were previously unavailable. All that weird and wonderful content all the yeah. way back. Yeah, it's some of those early episodes. We were definitely trying to find our groove. <laughs> I'm it, going was back really to a, it was really a broken but whole process. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, so both of you are, are using one of your three strikes for the season in the teaser episode for the season. You guys are bold. Yeah, I think so. Where's the grace, Kyle? Well, you know, um, uh, that's, you know what, that's a good reminder, Jen. I'll be more gracious <laughs> with that. Um, uh, okay, so lastly here, uh, people have been asking, hey, we want to be more involved with knowing faith and we want to be a more active part of the conversation. And so we had been exploring ways to make that happen. The social media channels were one way of addressing that. Um, but another way was through Patreon. And Patreon is essentially a way for us to create more fun, cool content and share it. I mean, that's really what it is. It's an excuse. We have a good time doing this and Patreon was an excuse have more fun <laughs> and uh, also to create some content that allows me to troll JT and Jen, which they do so effectively with myself. And so people would ask us, Hey, I want a knowing faith mug, or I want a knowing faith sticker, or I would love a knowing faith shirt. We think that's really funny that people want that. That's cool. I, I buy stuff from my podcast as well. Uh, the podcast that I support Patreon was essentially a way for us to say, Hey, we're going to create more opportunities for listeners to be engaged with Knowing Faith. And so if you're interested in that, you can go to patreon.com slash knowingfaith. You can sign up there and there's access. You can get a free ebook. You can sign up for a newsletter that will be going out monthly starting in August that has some behind the scenes stuff about what we're listening to, reading, watching, that kind of stuff. Uh, There is opportunity for you to get some unique merch that's available only through Patreon. Uh, And so we are- Are we going to get some of this? You know, not if you keep acting like you are acting right now, JT. You're never getting any of the merch. None of the cool stuff. What if it was a really cool coffee sleeve with somebody's face on it? That would be, you know, I I might have a Christmas surprise for everybody who listens to (laughs) Knowing Faith. So if you are, uh, I I might be in a very giving spirit. Here's the thing. This goes two ways, and you know I will not back down. JT always escalates. That's why it's no fun to be No doubt about that. There's no doubt to get in a prank war with him is a bad idea. So, um, but listen, if you truly, if you want, like we are honored that people listen to this show. I mean, there is so much, there is a content deluge right now. It is just pouring content. The fact that you listen to this show and that it blesses you is an incredible encouragement. We are honored that you would do that. Uh, And uh, if you want to get more involved, then you can go to patreon.com slash knowing faith. And we'd love to have you follow along with us there. Um, Or if you're somebody who's been blessed or encouraged by knowing faith, go to iTunes and leave a podcast review. A lot of people have asked us, hey, how can we be a part of helping Knowing Faith grow its audience? The best way to do that is to leave a podcast review on Apple. We've never asked listeners to do that because our goal here isn't to try to maximize this resource. It's really just to continue to bless listeners. But if you're thinking through, how can I help Knowing Faith continue to get these good resources out there? Leaving a podcast review is an incredible way to jump in on that. 
wow, I said it was going to be 20 minutes, and guys, didn't keep my promise. So <laughs> it was close. Yeah, it's close. Uh, but this does not bode well for our concise episodes this season. But we are really glad that you're listening in. JT and Jen, I love you both dearly. I am so excited to be doing this with you again. I am so glad to be looking forward to these opportunities for us to get together and talk through these weighty, weighty issues. It's great to see you guys. I love y'all. Yeah, it's going to be a good season. Dinosaurs and all. Yeah, dinosaurs and all. All right, so join us on Thursday, September 3rd as the fifth season of Knowing Faith launches out. Until then, we'll see you next time. Grace and peace.